Hello again. It took me a while to come back here, although I wanted to record every day. So what happened between wanting and not doing it? If you don't take immediate action when your thought tells you, do it now, it's not just a thought. It's, there has to be a readiness, right? An illusionary readiness. We're always ready. It's just a matter of how many stops do we have between where we are now and what we want to do or what we say we want to do and where we want to get. It, I'm not talking just a long-term goal or a short-term goal. I'm talking about taking immediate action once you say that you were going to do X. Like me. So yesterday, I'm going to give you a clear example. I um, got home pretty um, late for a Sunday, um, around 6.30, and I wanted to communicate with myself in this way. And when I communicate with myself this way, I know that I'm when I'm putting it in the world, chances are that someone might actually hear it. So... I'm observing to see, do I want to edit myself in any way? And I really wanted yesterday to record in my head. I was like, I, this is it. I'm going to start the recorder now and I'm going to speak. And I had this thing come up and that thing come up, um, I'm showing all of this because I want you to be present to the the speed of your thinking. How quickly are you moving to the next thought? How quick how quick like unless you're focused on say video gaming, um that's just one example. Focusing on something like um reading a book, um focusing on something where you're focused on one single activity and you're so deep in that nothing can take away your attention. But if we don't do that, and most of the time we don't, then our thinking is very fast. And I think the right word is scattered. And how do we want to have clarity when all day long we are, well, chasing the thoughts in our head. How do we choose the exact those thoughts that we do and not other ones? Well, priority. Um, a priority that you agreed with yourself. Okay. Even when someone else prioritizes things for you, you still prioritize them first within yourself. So what do you prioritize now? How, how did you decide, why did you decide 
to take one action over another. When you become really curious about who you are and how you think and how you show up for yourself on these automated um, actions, we, we, I say automated actions because we really, well, we pick for the most part we pick what's more convenient, right? What's fast or what's um, reasonable or... Depends what your motivation is. What are you overall creating during your day, when you go about your day? How does your schedule look like? Why is this breakdown important? Because allow it allows you perhaps to really look at your day and see what's not working and what's working in relation to what you're looking to create for yourself. Perhaps it's showing you, as it's showing me, what is out of integrity with my, what I say and what I end up doing in a day. So let's start with how about if today is going to be a very productive day when I'm going to get a lot done. When you say it like that, even if you have thoughts that don't believe it, what are those thoughts made of? Mostly a disempowering um, com communication, right? So you can choose to stay in the empowered conversation of today I'm going to have a very productive day. And then you start asking, how is it going to be productive? Well, and then you become creative. I'm going to do a podcast episode. I'm going to make sure that I write. I write for the book and I write for the posts and typically I have to have a project that drives me and when I have that project then I have a world in which I can dive in. All of this is essential for me because understanding how I function, how I operate the best, I can optimize my performance and the system. And so when we learn from successful, happy, joyous people that have it all or have what we want, we got to look at what they do, right? What is their schedule? So learn from them. Sometimes we have opinions about what we <laughs> see that they do, like wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Oh, I can't do I can't do that, right? That's crazy. <laughs> Why? Why do that? What's the question that you stop at and actually become interested in what would happen if you did wake up? 
at 4 a.m. every day. What would happen if I would wake up every day at 4 a.m.? What can I, how can I create my day? And see, there are so many intricate patterns in how you're creating your day. And it's all patterns of thought, of thought. And you are webbing your day with your thought patterns. Now, the filter that you want to look at what you're creating is truly what defines the way you prefer to think and show up in the world. And everyone has their own unique signature. Even if people are in the same field of work, they will not have the same signature of expression. And that's what we're after. That's what you're here to express, that essence of you. Um, I like to have things um, organized. Um, that's what I say. I don't always, always come through with being organized. And when I'm disorganized, it shows up. I can see it in my uh, field. So when we talk about coherence, we talk about being organized. How coherent are you? Who organized are you on all levels? What's important for you that you have organization for? Or not? Perhaps you say, who cares about being organized? My chaos works for me. Great. If the chaos works, then you are in the world of what you're creating through that. And still, if you have a direction and a focus, then you can drop off or have fall away everything that doesn't belong to you creating what you're after. And how do we do that? Through declaration. What is a declaration? What do you say? Declare with conviction and say, this is how it's going to be. When was the last time you declared something? You don't believe in yourself if you think that the power of your declaration won't create what you say. Do you believe in yourself or not? It's very simple. You know if you do believe in yourself or you don't believe in yourself. If you say, well, I do believe in myself about some things. What is that? What are those things? Where do you feel that you believe in yourself versus where do you not believe in yourself? Now, why? Why do you not believe in yourself? Be patient with yourself and your thoughts and your process right now and be curious, truly. What else could be more fascinating than discovering the way you can communicate to yourself in a powerful way? Instead of looking out, looking for 
news, looking for someone to tell you how you feel. Now, when we do look out, there's also a lot, a lot of wealth. There's a lot of wealth and there's weeds and there's growth of all kinds. So what do you focus on? What if you could get what if you could get your power back? And if you think you have all your power, then hmm. Can your world grow when you have reached your capacity? Are you at capacity? Or can you expand yourself a little further? Curiosity truly is what drives us. The curiosity about who we are, about ourselves, about how we can merge with the world, with everyone else. Even when we think that we want to stay hidden in the corner where no one sees me. Why would I want to do that? What am I processing? What am I hearing that tells me stay here? Why? So what is this? All of this is a stream of thoughts. We're streaming thoughts together. Some are expressed, some are not. Back to resonance. What is, what has brought you here? What are, why are you keep listening to this? Is because you have resonance with the vibration, with the frequency, with the energy field, with the energy behind the vibration frequency. That is being shaped right this moment through me, through this voice, through the sound, through this creation. You can call it something if you want to. You're going to find information about it in the ways that you want to look at it. What is this for you? Why did you tune in? What are you hearing? <laughs> Are you intrigued? Are you bored? Is this too slow for you? Does it go in a direction that maybe you're not ready for? What if you are? <laughs> what if this is a haiku? What if this is the wisdom of the ancient? What if this is what you subconsciously told the universe that you want to hear? What if this is the shift that you are causing for yourself? This is consciousness streaming live, allowing itself to be created at this very moment through me. You are creating every step of the way. You are creating even when you don't think about the fact that you are creating. Also, 
What do you have when you're in planet Earth? You have your time here. How valuable is your time? What are you looking to create? Why are you here? Too many simple questions, you say? Do you stop to ask yourself those questions? How soon do you stop with your answer? How fast do you drop your answer? Go deeper within yourself. Listen to yourself. Are you aware that you're communicating with your heart whenever you tell yourself something that is detrimental to you? Your heart suffers. Your heart is a receiver or what you're giving it. Or maybe you say, my heart is blocked. Maybe you know, maybe you don't know that your heart is blocked. How would you know? This is something I was asking. I used to ask myself. Um, there was a feeling that I used to have. There was a disconnection. I have been on a, a journey of self-discovery for many, many years. And so it's, um, it wasn't something that I wanted to deal with on a subconscious level for years before then. I was afraid of my heart. I don't know why. Well, a part of me does know why. It's when, when we first experience pain, I feel it. When I, I first, I keep doing this, sometimes I talk in we, when I feel that is something that is very, actually personal to me, so I'm going to turn it to I, and you see if this is something that maybe resonates. Um, I was very, um, when, when I experienced pain the first time, I was very, um, I, I didn't know that my heart would um, be able to handle it. So I thought that it wasn't supposed to be that way because it was too painful. Now, whatever I'm saying right now, it you have a version of that. You've experienced that. And so the heart is always present with us when we do that. The heart will, if we close it, which is what most of us are, have experienced, we closed our heart after pain in some ways. Some, sometimes layer after layer after layer. Sometimes with every person we met, we shut closed off a little more, and then, you know, 
20, 30 years later, you discover that you, who, who have you become? You don't know anymore. So what I'm talking is, this is truly the old way of getting programmed in the false matrix. This connection from the heart through pain. So when we really understand where we are in the false matrix here on the playground of three-dimensional reality where we get to experience the human incarnation. There's um, a rift between you and source because your heart is disconnected, right? You're disconnected on some level. So source is not fully shining through anymore, so you have a weight on you. And with every layer of weight that we put on or protecting ourselves from the roughness that is out there. <laughs> and so one day we have a, well, there is a rupture that is necessary because the closeness of one is so bad. So um, I think there is a remembrance of self. At some point, there is just a remembrance of you. And it kicks you. Something happens. A crisis of the soul. A midlife crisis you know somehow that you have to reconnect to yourself. How do you do that? Well, a crisis has been fomented somehow. Maybe a break, maybe a breakup. Maybe you're hitting the rock bottom. Maybe being suicidal, maybe having had an attempt or something. So when that happens, you have the choice to reignite yourself and choose life and choose to express yourself fully and be who you are and who you came here to be. Or you can choose to be in more of a victim place nothing wrong with that it's just an experience but you lose your power when you're in that mode so you choose a lower frequency and when you operate at a lower frequency like that um you just become a different type of being so the remembering of who you are is important because you're going to be operating in accordance with who you came here to be. 
And if you're a star seed, which is how you got here, well, we're all waking up to the next level of ourselves. The entire time I've been talking, there is, there's been a There's been a layer of 3D that is keeping the humbleness in check. Okay? Sometimes when we reach new heights, we need some time to integrate it. And when there is a um, well, a crisis, just know that there is something that needs to be integrated. I was listening to uh, Indigo Angels last um, recording. Well, she's on YouTube, so a video, her video, and um, she is. She's a galactic librarian, right? This is really, I didn't call her that, but I think this is um, so accurate for who she is. And the knowledge, um, the, her knowledge and gnosis that she expresses there allows me to reach new potential within myself and get activated within myself because this is what we're all doing here and so the expand itself looks in a way that is new brand new we don't want to have something that has been done before well we everyone has to be who they are it's not just a slogan it's really, it's the call for authenticity. And the call for authenticity is your fullest authentic expression of who you are. Who, what's the light that you carry within that needs to be expressed through you? How? So this... You've, you've probably heard this um, lion, the saying, lion, I'm a lion, let, you know, let me roar or something like that. Let's liberate the throat chakra. Let's, let's let the lion, let's let the lion speak. If your throat chakra is blocked, if you can't express yourself, if there's areas in your life where you see that you're blocked, and it has something to do with your expression. Ask yourself, or if you know, you say, oh, I am no. I know what it is. Then if you know, write it down. Put it in existence as your next task to deal with. And get that um, throat liberated. 
open that chakra because you matter. There were times in the past when I would hear you matter and I would be so cynical about it. Like my layer, my biggest layer is has been cynicism. And when cynicism is present, you don't accept something fully as there's a le- there's a, a a level of ridicule and when you have that you don't create you can't create from that it because it's you put it in a box that is makes it not real makes it um invalidated it's it's a non-creation so to speak for you so Every time you invalidate yourself is, and you're expecting others to validate you. See, this, this is a cliche too. If you don't hear it at the depth that you need to hear it for you to have it be like, <gasps> click. So when you invalidate yourself, how do you expect others to validate you? How do I expect others to validate me if I don't validate me? And this is this is not about oh I am grandiose. That's not what this is about. This is about acceptance of the self and looking where do you not fully accept yourself? So what parts of you, do you is it that you don't like, don't accept, are in conflict with? Oh, I don't like my hair. I don't like, there's something about the body. There's always something about the body that we don't like. And the body is the vessel. The body is the vehicle that um, holds our light. So when we say to the body, oh, we don't like it, and it's our vehicle, how, bad, how good is it going to run? <laughs> so, now what are you creating for yourself? It's a very broad question, right? But look in categories. Create a structure for yourself. Examine your thinking. See, know that you, the way you think and strategize is different than your best friends. Even though you two maybe have similarities, you still have, you have your way of thinking. And perhaps that's exactly what allows us to learn from each other. What creates the pattern, the new creation, the new web, the new everything is the authenticity of who we are. We're building new earth together. We have to let this new light code shine through. It's painful to, so there's an, oh, there's a heaviness when I think of Hawaii. The fires really 
created a huge, um, huge pain in in a place of the earth that was so um forgive me for the time that it takes for me to say this but Hawaii is important for the planet and it got attacked it got attacked and it um the earth felt the pain the burn so when we have pain what do we do we want to retreat nurse the pain well Hawaii is in deep pain right now and it seems as though it's taking the pain of the entire planet just like Canada has before the Amazonian forest so many points where the fires got and on one hand you can say that they created new life right but so much devastation and because it's a war um, on so many levels, the light with the dark, this is really something that affects us in a new way. New, completely new. And what will come of it, we shall, we have yet to discover. But they attacked Lemuria, the land of Mu, again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for staying all the way through the end. Let's create the new earth in um, joy and paradise. Can we create paradise together? When um, when we speak about paradise in 3D, we think it's this place that doesn't exist. And we ridicule it, right? A lot of times it's, oh, paradise. <laughs>
and we think it's just imaginary or not reachable, <laughs> then why do we have a word for it? Why do we know that it exists? Every time we say we create, so what kind of words do you use for your creation? What do you want to create? Once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I am the muse. Until next time. Bye.